Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. And you can catch up with all of our series, keep up with all our regular releases by doing those subscribing and following things. We're on iTunes and Spotify. For this episode of the Career Zone podcast, we're thinking about student startups and what happens at the University of Exeter to support our students who are thinking about starting their own businesses or, in fact, starting successfully their own businesses. And as guests today, I'm really pleased to have both Emily and Max. So let's start off with hearing who you are and why you've come to join this episode. Emily, first off, over to you. Hi there, thank you for having us. My name's Emily Davies and I'm the Set Squared Exeter Student Startup Manager. So I head up our extracurricular student startup support programme, uh, which is designed to encourage and foster the entrepreneurial ambitions of our students across all colleges and disciplines. Brilliant and quite a different position. Working closely with Emily, we've got Max. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Sure, brilliant. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, my name is Max Harrington, so I'm a master's student at the University of Exeter studying global governance. And alongside that, I've been starting a company, a surfire company down here in Cornwall. And I got emailed about some support that Exeter was giving to uh, student startups. So joined the pre-incubator programme in the autumn and then the incubator programme in the spring and received, yeah, of really great support. And then, yeah, went to the Student Startup Awards last week and got an award for most innovative startup, which was, yeah, really, really pleasing. Wow, that sounds amazing. So innovative startup there, in many ways, thanks to some of the support that you've received and off your own back, responding to an email that you saw, which is, you know, it's one thing for support to be on offer, but it's another thing to actually make the most out of the support. And it certainly sounds like you have. Emily, could you tell us then a bit about what is some of this support that you offer that Max has made the most of here? Yeah, of course. So the Student Startup Programme is open, as I said, to all students and recent graduates across all colleges, all disciplines, for people with any type of startup idea. So whether that be a social enterprise or some kind of tech startup or a new innovative product. And the programme comprises of three core elements. So there's inspiration talks where we invite guests to come and join us to tell us about their startup journey. It's always sort of linked into a particular theme. So we might look at the advantages of starting a business in the southwest we had another talk that was about how startups had responded to the challenges posed by covid and how they'd pivoted their business models or had to adapt in order to survive the last 18 months then the other elements are the second one is the pre-incubator program so that is designed to really sort of lay the foundations for anybody who wants to start a new venture and to make sure that they really have got the right building blocks in place so we would look at sort of understanding what your own skill set is if you have the skills that you need to actually be able to build your business and if not then how you could go about bringing the right skills into your team we look at different business models we look at how to identify your customers how to go out there and do your market research and validation and at the end of that all the participants get opportunity to pitch for some market validation funding of up to 500 pounds to go out there and do that market research and validate that there really is a market for their business and then the third stage of the program is the incubator 
and that is a three-month program well it's three months of core support and then the the kind of one-to-one support continues after that point but that's when we invite specialists in to give talks on more specific topics like social media marketing sort of legal and finance how to raise funds for your startup and sort of try to to bring that expertise to students who have got to the point where they're really trying to sort of build up towards launching their business so yeah they're the sort of three core components and for each we take a sort of cohort based approach to the programs so we ask people to apply to the pre-incubator or the incubator program and we then let successful applicants know and you go through those programs over the course of sort of three months with a cohort of other students and graduates who are also working on their ventures. Thank you that sounds like so much support and (laughs) As we said, or as we heard at the beginning, Max has fully made the most of it in order to win your Innovative Startup Award this year. So congratulations again, Max. Maybe now's a good time for us to hear a bit about what it is that your startup actually does, Max, and what parts of the support that Emily's just been talking about that you used in order to to get to the point that you're at. Yeah, so I'll probably start with when I got the idea, and that was last May, so before I was heading in to do my master's. And I just had this idea of, in Newquay, where I live, there's several different surf hires, the different surf hire shops. And I came up with this idea, what if you could arrive to your Airbnb or your holiday home, and the surf hire be there ready to go? And then I thought, okay, that's quite an interesting idea. What if we then worked with the different Airbnbs and the different holiday lettings agencies and got them involved and gave them a commission and sort of set up all these different partnerships so that they can share the service with their guests? So that was just a sort of preliminary idea and we'd really only just got started with it that summer just sort of developing the the website and things like that very embryonic stages that was when i got the email from exeter saying that there was a support out there which couldn't have come at a better time really and then yeah as the as the winter went on the student startups program was just an amazing place to sort of develop the idea changed the way i sort of thought about the idea as well because quite early on they said think about businesses like a problem um you're solving problems for people and that really reframed our direction and then as we kept coming up with different challenges we i'd sort of discuss them with the team and we'd, and we'd work through them together and then when there was meetings every week it would sort of trigger new things in my mind about things like social media things like that so then after the sort of eight months um, we're in a far better position to go in and launch the business in may than we were in the september eight months previous fantastic that sounds like such a good idea and such a good point in time with the increase in uk holidaying that we're seeing at the moment to be launching a business in that area really exciting i guess with the kind of cohort based approach that we got the impression that that was helpful in that you were with other people that even though they were trying to start very different ventures but that actually there were other people trying to do something for themselves and trying to get something new out into the world even though we were online was that helpful like to meet other people maybe in a similar boat yeah I'd say that was one of the biggest things obviously with everything being online it was it was difficult to sort of meet people at the university last year but actually the student startups was one of the main places I met people because it's suddenly a group of people who are all have something immediately in common and all sort of at the same stages in their business and the really useful thing I found was in each session people would sort of step up with their own problems and you'd you'd sort of listen to them and and sometimes they'd relate to your business and you could hear what advice they would get and you could sort of apply it to your case 
And then not, not only that, there was a sort of great system where we could be in like little groups where we could talk to people. So I would go directly to some of my friends like like Leo, who's doing this politics business. And I said, oh, how, how are you getting your business up on Google and things like that? And then he'd tell me and then that would be a great help. So you're basically just given instant access to like 20 or 30 other people starting a business and the challenges that, that they're facing, which is immensely helpful. In that group, are there quite a mix? Are there lots of different types of businesses there or are you all working on quite similar ideas? What does that look like? This was what was so interesting because they were completely different. Probably the closest thing to my surf hire business was someone doing a hot tub hire in Cornwall, which I thought was quite interesting. But yeah, the other businesses, we had someone starting a, a politics online A-level resource website, someone doing something to help people improve their CVs, clothing brands, skin products, a real array of about 20 to 30 different businesses, all in completely different sectors, but all, all facing similar challenges, which was interesting. That's really interesting to hear about. It sounds like there's really a place for a real wide range of students with a wide range of motivations with student startups. Is that sort of how it feels for you, Emily? I think we want to create a space that is open and inclusive and and doesn't seem intimidating because I think sometimes when you say the word entrepreneurship or you you talk about entrepreneurs or startups, then people have quite a set idea about what they think an entrepreneur is and what that person should look like or the type of businesses that would count as startups and I think it's why we talk a lot about entrepreneurship being about solving challenges and addressing problems and trying to do things in a different way and try to think about things creatively and innovate on ideas that are perhaps already out there and so it's been really good to see such a range of students and business ideas and and people who are at quite different stages, come into the programme and actually recognise that they do share similar challenges, be able to support one another. And it has never felt that there's competition between businesses. I think it has very much been about sort of trying to encourage mutual support to try and also help the cohort to to help one another and to, to be open and say, actually, I'm really struggling with this thing and I don't really know what to do about it or you know, has anyone got any advice or contacts? And I think that's been a big part of the process as much as building the business itself is sort of developing those interpersonal relationships and your own personal and professional network, because that's so important throughout your life, you know, to have people who have different interests, who are involved with different things, because you never know where other opportunities might pop up. It sounds like there's really a place for a lot of different ideas and a lot of different students to come to student startups. Max, do you have a tip or advice for a student who's maybe got an idea, but it's not too developed at the moment or they're not sure if it's even a business idea? Yeah, I mean, I guess the main thing I say would be to get in contact with the student startups team. Like Emily said, it's not an intimidating place at all. You'd maybe think these kind of things would be there for maybe businesses that have been going for a little bit of time, but it really is anyone who's starting up, even the, the most beginning of their ideas that, you know, if you haven't even started it yet, you can go to them and, and develop the idea. So you don't actually have, have to like have a business to, to go and get support. I think that was what's the great, the great thing about it. If you've literally just got an idea, you can get in touch with them and they'll take it from there and you can get all the support you need. So yeah, the, the main advice I'd, I'd be would just be to, to get in touch and share the idea and see where you can take it from there. If you have even a seed of an idea of something that you would you're interested in exploring, if you have no idea how to turn it into a viable business or how it would ever make money, then we would love the opportunity to just talk to you about that and 
you know it may be that you decide that that's not the path that you want to go down and that you want to do something else instead but I think if you've if you've even got a slight interest or inclination then I would just encourage people to get involved and come and meet us and yes see it kind of explore your idea and see where it might lead. So if someone's got that idea and they're going to get in touch what's the practical steps that they should be taking Emily? You can find out a lot of information about the student startups program at exeter.ac.uk forward slash student startups and that gives you details about the core program so the startup inspiration talks the pre-incubator and the incubator program and there's also a link there to be able to apply to each of those elements of the program so they run each term so there's multiple opportunities throughout the year to get involved so if you're not ready in September, that's okay because there'll be another program in January and then we do a short program in June. So also on our website is a copy of our magazine, which is called Scratch, and that has interviews with past students, alumni businesses. There's more information about the team, about specific projects and events that we've been involved with. Uh, so if you want to get more of a flavour of some of the other businesses that have been through the program, then I'd suggest that's a really good place to find that. So yeah, it's called Scratch Magazine. There's also little bios of our team so you can get to know a bit more about our backgrounds because we, we do have a really great diverse mix of skills within the team. I think people who've run their own businesses, people who've studied at Exeter and have sort of started businesses whilst they were a student at the university, which is really cool. So yeah, that's the best place to find all the information that you need. And we also do a drop-in that's open to anyone on a Tuesday from two till three o'clock. And again, there's details of how you can join the meeting on our website. But if you have any questions or you just want to come along and find out more or say hi to us, then we're available on Tuesdays, two to three. Brilliant. And the links to that website will be in the episode descriptor. So if you're listening and want to click on what Emily's just been talking about, find it in the episode description. And I understand that on top of all of the support that you offer as a team in terms of advice and training and speakers, there's also opportunity to access funds to develop the ventures. Is that right, Emily? Yeah. So in addition to the core programmes, there is opportunity for all those who have participated and completed those programmes to pitch for funding. So there's two types of funding there's a market validation fund which is up to 500 pounds and then a further startup grant of up to three and a half thousand pounds and the grants are made possible through philanthropic funding from Santander Universities UK so Max was enrolled in our pre-incubator and our incubator and he pitched for both those pots of funding and was successful in securing that Congratulations on getting some of that funding Max can you maybe tell us a bit about how you used it what impact it had on your business? Thank you. Yeah. So in term one, we got given £500 to as market validation funding to test our idea. And this was really useful because we hadn't actually started the business yet. So what we did was we used that £500 to buy just two surfboards and a few wetsuits to do a trial order. And we were really pleased that that went really smoothly. And that then gave us the confidence to push ahead with the business. And then when we got the second grant in the second term, that's what enabled us to really buy a lot more stock and give us enough stock so that basically we could we could start the business in the May. And without that funding, it would have been incredibly difficult because just, you know, it would have been hard to access the funding to, to buy enough boards to, to fulfill the orders that then came in. So really the, the funding was yet yeah, invaluable because it allowed us to have the stock levels to fulfill the orders and get the business running from the May. So yeah, it was, was amazing timing and very appreciative for, for the help that we got with that. 
So if people want to find out more about what you do, Max, and your business, where should they go? What should they do? Yeah, so they can go onto our website, www.justsurf.co.uk, or go onto our Instagram, which is at justsurfnq. And if anybody owns a holiday home on it or an Airbnb, they can email us on team at justsurf.co.uk and we'll be happy to partner with you. Brilliant. And we'll pop a link to your website as well in the descriptor. So this should be easy to find for all of you. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Career Zone podcast. I'm really excited to have heard about the opportunities for support available. If I had a seed of an idea and was a student, I'd certainly be getting in touch. So I hope any students listening with ideas will do so as well. And thank you so much, Max, and congratulations again on your award and wishing you all the best in developing your business further thank you very much for having me really appreciate it and i really enjoyed it thank you thank you ray thanks for inviting us this was the career zone podcast brought to you by the university of exeter career zone you can find this series on itunes and spotify so do subscribe and follow us to keep up with our regular releases and we would love to hear from you. So if there is something on your mind, then share your thoughts or questions on Instagram at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone or Twitter at UOE Careers. Hashtag Career Zone Podcast and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. Finally, of course, you can find out more information about all the support we offer at exeter.ac.uk slash careers.